Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Having just defeated the Duogar wizard, the party made some rather troublesome discoveries. The wizard Nalifarn was not just a gray dwarf, but was the offspring of a fiend. That was not the only thing they discovered. In the very next room, they found the goal of their quest, Jack Ironfist. The dwarf was beaten and tortured and barely alive, but our heroes quickly revived him and gave him a beer. After conversing with Jack for a bit, they all agreed that Daggerford was in imminent danger and that they must finish up their mission at Firehammer Hold and head back. ASAP! But first, a short rest was badly needed. Dwarves were slapped, beers were poured, Nasty stuff was snorted. Wizard's books did not blow up. After raiding Nelly Farm's treasures and defusing his spellbook, the party, along with Jack, set forth to finish things up in Firehammer Hold. But first, they decided to free the beleaguered prisoners and take them to the kitchen for some tubers and roots and beer. Will Cullen get enough pretend gold to buy a new pretend suit of armor? What is a bento box? And would a wizard really have one for a snack? What is a key card and a QR code? And what do they gotta do with magic rooms? And do skivvies really have a pocket that a bloke could fit into? That sounds uncomfortable. But who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge on the Sword Coast! So, you guys have cleared out most of this lower section of Firehammer Hold, and uh, Jack has uh, persuaded you to release the prisoners in order to get them out of their nasty cells and into someplace more comfortable, someplace more humane. So you decided to uh, take them to the kitchen area where they can eat and drink and hunker down while you guys uh, continue clearing the dungeon to make sure it's completely safe before you lead these uh, beleaguered prisoners out of the hold. So you're in the kitchen with these poor folks as they're settling in and divvying out the food and the water. What do you guys want to do? Okay, guys. You guys have your snacks, drink some beer, <laughs> and Mags and Mags and Burnside, come here, guys. Yeah. Well, what's up? Okay. You guys and in you guys over there, I point to some other people that got weapons. You guys hold down the fort here. Keep everybody safe, and we're gonna go clear. <laughs> and then when we know it's safe. We can lead you guys out of here, okay? Does that sound good, guys? Yes, and they give you like a serious nod. And you also notice that the whole room is looking at you, Esmir, right? And everyone is quietly nodding as they munch on their uh, carrots and potatoes. <laughs> okay, don't, you gotta pay attention, you know, use your perception and things like that because there might be some random guy still down here. So have your snacks, but someone's got it. You guys got to take watch and stuff like that. Yes, we will be vigilant and uh, we're going to hold this room until you return. Yeah. And when you leave, uh, we're going to barricade the doors with these tables and shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and, and, guys, and, and don't get too drunk. And put put some of them taters in some boiled water. Here's a little salt. <laughs> It'll be much better. Make some sandwiches or something. Mm. Or a hearty stew. Get some sandwiches. Here, crumble <laughs> up some of this cheese. <laughs> and, when you, and when you pull out the cheese, Cullen, they're like, whoa, that is really stinky, even for us. <laughs> but this is a hard traveling cheese. Hard traveling cheese. 
That doesn't mean it ain't stinky. Just a morsel of this will feed you for a month. Uh, thanks, but uh, that's okay. We're we're good with carrots. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he and he can't figure out why he doesn't get any dates. Oh, I know why. I'm too busy running through dungeons. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with your single pair of skivvies. <laughs> nothing. Nope. That doesn't have anything. Mm, nope. That doesn't factor in. I will in. always regret saying that. <laughs> Let's forge ahead. And Jack agrees. Yes, let's forge ahead and hunt down the rest of these gray bastards. I suggest we head back up and make sure we have a clear path out for these folks. Okay. Okie doke. Okay, so which way do you guys want to go? You know of two sets of stairs that head back up. Uh, the one you originally came down that uh, goes to the trapped hallway. And then there's the one that you discovered behind the forge. Maybe we should go that way and infiltrate from the back. I was thinking something similar. I was thinking that we don't want to leave all these guys here because it's so close. It's like three doors away from that staircase and we don't know what's up there. I was thinking we should right. look up there first. Yep. Okay. Let's go. Right on. All right. So you leave the kitchen and the villagers and you head into the hallway where you guys had your uh, Keystone Cops battle. <laughs> and, uh, and Jack follows you guys, <laughs> and Elric, um, Elric hands his mug to one of the villagers, and he, uh, he adjusts his cloak and his raven stole uh, like, he's, like he's getting ready to go out on a date or something or go someplace important. Oh, jeez. Come on, princess, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and as the kitchen door closes behind you, you hear the sounds of furniture being moved as they barricade the door. And then you guys make your way uh, back to the Dwarven Forge and to the long, dark staircase that heads back up to the upper part of the hold. And it takes you a little while. Uh, it's a long staircase. But eventually, you make it to the top and come out into a smooth stone hallway that heads both east and west. And you can see with your dark vision, and Jake, you still got your torch? Yeah. Okay, so you all can see that um, both the east and west sides of this hallway end after about 30 feet, and then they both turn south. I believe we should head east. Okay, let's go. I look around the corner. Okay, you peer around the eastern corner, and you immediately see a set of stairs that heads up. And at the top of the steps, you see a ceiling, right? When you look up, you see a ceiling, and it's illuminated by flickering firelight. Huh. There's a set of stairs that heads up over here. Hmm. I go over here. Can I Can I roll perception? Mm-hmm. Are there any traps? Is there one of those stairs fake or something? Oh, a two. A two. Are your eyes even open? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take a look. I want to look too. And I roll a 13. Those are some well-built dwarven stairs. Mm. Jake, roll your perception, bro. You got a high one. Mm. Okay. I'll roll. <laughs> Since everybody else is, I got a 19 plus 7. A 26. Oh, finally, someone with a good set of ears. Jake? What? You must be using your <laughs> I horn. I put my horn of hearing up to my ear. What? <laughs> well, he's clicking over there, so there's something. Hmm, something's happening. He didn't say, nope, you don't hear anything. Nope, nope, There's nothing there. Nothing. Nope, long pause. Long yeah, long pause. pause. There's nothing behind the curtain. Uh, Jake, <laughs> you think you heard some movement in that room up there at the top of the stairs. Mm. Good thing you rolled your perception. There's somebody up at the top of the stairs. Do you want to try and do this stealthy-like? I could do that. And Elric steps up and he says, What are we waiting for? Why aren't we moving? Oh, jeez. Elric, don't be, before you go, before you go, <laughs> put my arm in front of his chest. What is it? You have to remember that upstairs there's a lot of traps. Tons of traps. Traps in walls <laughs> where fire spits out. In, in great, great lengths of flame. They set you on fire, they do. Look! And I show my singed eyebrows. <laughs> and, my, and my burnt nipples. Oh. 
He said it nipples. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> and Elric, he uh, he scoffs at your warning. <laughs> Stealth. Okay, scoff your way into death. <laughs> and at this point, you guys are starting to realize that maybe Elric's been hitting the fire hammer ale a little too hard. <laughs> and he says, he says, the ruler of Albion doesn't sneak around like a little mouse. He pounces on his prey like a lion. Good boy. Okay, so I'm going to take my foot and I'm going to kick him in the butt and push him forward. <laughs> Go then, bitch. I could call out, I'll call out from around the corner. Yoo-hoo, it's goblin number five. <laughs> now we have no surprise. Uh, thanks, Jake. Roll initiative. Oh, great. <laughs> Roll initiative. For real? Mm-hmm. For real. Shit, we're fighting them at the bottom of the staircase. We didn't get a chance to storm because you started making noise. Yoo-hoo. I got a 19. Oh, boy. This guarantees me a shitty roll. 10. Jack got a 13. Esmir got a 14. What did Ulrich get? He rolled a 19. Oh, of course. And he goes first. He was ready to go. So he kind of... Kind of clumsily runs up the stairs. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> and Jake rolls his eyes. No holding back now. And uh, when he gets to the top of the stairs, you hear him say, There you are, you you gray fiends. Oh. Then you hear an eruption of fire as the room suddenly fills with orange light. And then you hear a uh, Duergar scream out in pain. Ah! Mm. And then Elric, uh, he lets out sort of a a drunken, maniacal laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Burn. Hey, hey, Ulrich, say, whose nipples are burning up now? Yeah, yeah, whose nipples are burning now? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, no. See, I'm still training him. <laughs> All right, Jake, Elric has run up the stairs and is burning up Duergar. You're next. What do you do? I'm going to go up the staircase and I'm gonna stand next to Elric. Yes, fight with me, Jake. Let's send them to the Nine Hells together. <laughs> and what do I see? You see an octagonal room. In fact, this is the same room uh, Cullen was fighting in when you guys tried to make your way in earlier. Yeah. And uh, you see a fireplace, bunk beds, a table and stools. And you see those familiar arrow slits on the eastern wall. And in front of these arrow slits, you see two Duergar. One of them is a warrior, and he's standing in what looks like a bonfire. And next to him stands a Duergar overseer. Ah, okay. Um, so I'm going to cast Toll the Dead onto Duergar Warrior 2 who is on fire. Yep. And hopefully you fail. Fails. He fails. Nice. So because he has um, damage already, he is going to take 1d12 instead of 1d8. In fact, it's going to be um, 2d12 because I am at fifth level. And it does 12 points of damage, putting him into heavy. Nice. So, what I want to do now is, uh, you know what? I'm going to hold off on my second spell slot, uh, but what I do want to do is I want to take two steps back. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to stay put. I'll stay put. Okay. And Elric is pleased. He's like, yes, yes, stay and fight. They're no match for us. Yes, absolutely. And then I will... Uh, and my turn. All right, then we go to Esmir. Elric and Jake have uh, run up the stairs. You hear bells and flames. What are you gonna do? I look back at Jack. See what I gotta work with here, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> That's usually me up there, but I rolled bad initiative. Got it. Okay. So did I, Jack, so did I. Uh, let's see, 30 feet takes me to the middle of the stairs here. Mm-hmm. Do I see any of the Duergar from here? Um, 
I'm gonna say no, because you're in the middle of the stairs and you know, you're too short to see anything up there, up over the top. Mm. Mm-hmm, too short. <laughs> all right then, that's all I'm gonna do. Okay, then we go to Jack. <laughs> what is he gonna do? His movement's only 25 feet, because he's a dwarf. My little legged friend, get up here. Okay, that's just rude. <laughs> that is rude. Don't mind me. See what I gotta work with? See? <laughs> See what I gotta work with, little legged people? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> now you're making fun of the differently legged. You should see him climb a roof. I mean, really. He's just gonna move, he's just gonna move to the bottom of the stairs. We don't wanna get too clogged up around the staircase. I learned that adventuring with Sir Istival. <laughs> and now we go to uh, Cullen in the hall here. So Cullen, everyone's heading up the stairs. What are you gonna do? Uh, well, I'm a close-in fighter. I have to clog the staircase. <sighs> so, um, uh, fuck, well, I can't make it to them. Well, you can pass through us. Yeah, but in a dash, and then I don't have an action left, and then I just make myself a target. Um, I think I'm going to do something different. There's two of you and there's two of them. I think you guys have this handled and I would just get in the way. So I'm going to take the dash action, but I'm going to go to the west. That's hilarious. And, and Jake, this- Jake looks down the staircase <laughs> and sees Cullen go running away. And here he goes again. I'll meet you on the other side, old man. Okay, train track boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 20. <clears throat> that's 30. Forty gets me to the bottom of the stairs. Okay, and as you turn the corner, you see another stone staircase here, identical to the other one that heads up to the south. And you also pass a short hallway that uh, heads west into another room. Well, I'm gonna ignore that room to the west and just keep going up the stairs. But as I pass it, I'm going to glance in and see if there are any evildoers in there. So that's 40, so this is 50, and this would be 60. So when I got to 40, did I see anything more? Yes, as you ran by, you saw another octagonal room, just like all the others you've seen, and just like all the others, uh, you saw those arrow slits. And uh, standing, looking out of those arrow slits, you saw two Durgar. Oh. Right? So their backs were to you. They're away from me. Yes, they were facing away from you. Uh, so they didn't see you run by, uh, but you're you're pretty sure that they heard you because your footsteps are, you know, echoing through these stone halls. Uh-oh. And now we cut back to the Durgar in the other room. And this overseer here charges Jake. Rawr! And when he gets close, uh, Elric uses his uh, reaction and jabs out with his glaive. Nice. And hits with a 25. Mm, Nice. And wounds him with eight points of damage. Nice. And the overseer, uh, he's gonna continue his attack and he brings his warhammer down onto Jake. Natural 20. Oh my God. (laughs) First attack roll of the night. That's not good. Oh, he rolled a one on the critical die. Nice. <laughs> Doing 10 points of damage. 10 points still, man. That's still. Well, he continues cool, and jabs with his short sword. <laughs> and hits with a 22. Of course, because I'm stunned with little birds flying around my head. This time doing max damage. Nine points. Ooh. Damn. Thanks. So he rushed you, slammed you with his warhammer, then sliced you with his sh- uh, sword. And now he's gonna use his action surge and swing the Warhammer again. But this time, he swings it at Elric. He's gonna take both you guys on. And hits with another natural 20. Oh my god. His Warhammer is blessed by Laduger. That's baloney. And it does 14 damage, wounding Elric. Oh man, that is brutal. And the warrior uh, burning up in Elric's bonfire there, is going to uh, get the hell out of there. Ah, fire! (laughs) And he is going to run across the room to the Western Hall here. And when he gets there, he turns and fires his crossbow at Jake. 
Ooh, almost, but it misses with a 16. Nice. Bounces off your shield. I mean, ha! And now it's AC's turn. What's AC gonna do? AC's gonna fly right past Jack. And he's gonna come into the room and he's gonna go behind the overseer. Or who's this guy? Yep, the overseer. Yeah, he's gonna go on the other side, directly across from Jake. Okay, then we go to the top of the round and Elric. Show him who the boss is, Elric. Let me remind you, Elric, you got hammered. (laughs) Yes, he drank a lot of that dwarven ale before he fought. He's got a high tolerance, don't worry. (laughs) He's got a tolerance. (laughs) He hasn't been alive for over a hundred years. Yeah. Yes, and with all that dwarven ale uh, flowing through him, he's feeling bold and a little fancy. So he is going to leap up onto this table here. Nice. And as he does, the overseer is going to take an opportunity attack, but Elric, he doesn't care. What? Elric don't care. Why wouldn't he care? Because he's drunk on power and firehammer ale. Mm. And it's, it's so good, he doesn't even know it. (laughs) <laughs> that dwarven ale just sneaks up on him. And he swings his warhammer. He hit. And he hits with a 24. This guy's on fire. And he does seven damage. Ouch. But Elric shrugs it off. He's not feeling any pain right now. <laughs> and he uh, leaps up onto the table. Ay, 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 ay. And he spins his glaive around all fancy-like. And he's going to use the reach of his glaive to take on both these Durgar. Because he wants to try and stop that warrior from leaving this room. But uh, first, he's going to swing at the overseer who just hit him. And he hits with a dirty 20. Nice. Doing seven damage. And then he spins it around and uses his uh, second attack on the guy who's running out. And misses with a 10. All right, well, he spins it around and tries with the butt. And misses again. Damn it. Ah, his plan's not working. But he's uh, determined to hit this guy, so he's going to take his uh, action surge and try one more time. Come on. And he misses again. And he missed again. Damn, three misses in a row. Man. Oh, well, he tried to be a badass, but he's... Uh, drunker than he thought he was. So, Jake, it's your turn. You see Elric jump up on the table and flail about with his glaive like a drunk person at a bar doing a a cringy dance. And you're like, oh, God, what the hell is he doing? I have to admit I loved what I saw. Um, But I see that it failed, and then woof, and it failed, and then woof, and it failed, and it was like, damn it. So I look out in front of me, and I just reach my hands out and I press them against this guy to uh, the Durgar overseer mm-hmm. that's standing in front of me with advantage. Uh, thank you, AC, for giving me advantage. And I'm gonna press my hands against his chest and try to inflict wounds. And it, oh, nat 20. Oh, my God. Nice. And, and so I can only do it at level one. So uh, that's three D10 necrotic. Which, because of the crit, is now six D10. Holy shit. Wow. So 34 hit, 34 points of damage. Oh. And, oh my God. And I just watched the guy grab his head and do the screaming thing as he buckles to his knees and buckles to the floor and just goes out. Nice. Exceeded by nine. All right, so this overseer's out of your way now. Do you want to move? I do want to move. I want to go... um, I want to actually come over to here. Okay. So so what I'm doing is that I'm crossing the room uh, uh, off to the east. As I cross the room, the eastern wall has those those, uh, fire slits, the arrow slits. So I don't want to stand in front of those just in case there's a room on the other side that I don't know about. Um, so I'm going to cross the room and keep out of the way of those things, but I'm going to stand at the top of the southern hallway, um, be, being careful not to go into the hallway. 
All right, and as you make your way to this southern hall, you see that it leads into another octagonal room illuminated by flickering firelight. Okay. And then we cut uh, back to the staircase and Esmir. I'm gonna stop at the table next to Ulrich. I'm gonna say, I don't like you very much, but that was pretty fancy. (laughs) Well, the ruler of Albion is fancy. Next time, just hit the guys, okay? (laughs) <laughs> yes, well, I, I think this ale is stronger than I thought it would be. It is. I well, you, It sneaks up on you. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shoot uh, firebolt at the guy that's running out of the room. Okay. Miss. Uh, Fifteen misses. Damn it. All right, then we cut to Jack at the bottom of the stairs here, and he starts running up. Oh, man, I haven't done this in a while. I am seriously out of shape. (laughs) And that's all he can do. So we cut to Cullen running up the western staircase. What are you going to do, Cullen? I'm going to, uh, let's see, 10, uh, 20. So it's 25 feet up the staircase. Just as I round the corner, I see... So I, I assume I see the Duggar warrior at the top of the stairs, and I'm mm-hmm. going to fling my axes at him. 25. Nice. Six points, maximum points of damage. Whoa! Nice. That's all it took. Yeah, he took a lot of damage from Elric's bonfire. Nice. And uh, I say to the guys in the room, I call down the hallway, uh, I think I might have stirred up a bit of a hornet's nest back that way. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I think we've got one south of here as well. So I, I, uh, I'm actually going to use my action surge to um, continue my movement. Okay. I'm just going to, so I can get into the room with everybody else. So uh, 10, 20, uh, 25. I'll put myself right here at the doorway, 25 feet. Okay. As I passed the guy I killed, I picked my axe up out of his skull. All right, cool. So the rest of you are in this room here, trying to stop this Durgar from running out. Elric's, you know, wildly swinging at him and missing. Esmir shot a firebolt at him and missed. When all of a sudden, he goes stiff and topples forward with an axe sticking out of the back of his head. And as he falls forward, he re- it reveals Colin with his arms stretched out, like he just threw the axe out. Nice. Right, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then we cut from that uh, rack focus to Asilius. What's he gonna do? So AC's gonna fly south into the room behind Jake here. Okay. And what does he see in here? He flies in and sees another octagonal room, just like all the others. Um, but this one has. This one has a strange apparatus in one corner, Uh, but he sees no bad guys and he gives you the all clear. No bad guys, the all clear down there, guys, but there's some strange apparatus. Huh, interesting. Apparatus, apparatus, I don't know. And then he's gonna fly back. Okay. Good job, AC. And um, Elric is going to um, he's going to go to the corner of the western hallway and ready a firebolt. Because uh, Cullen said something about stirring up a hornet's nest, so he's going to uh, fire on anything that enters the hallway. Good thinking, Elric, with the U. <laughs> and then we cut to Jake in the southern hallway. Uh, so Esmir and AC just gave you the all clear on that southern room there. So what are you going to do? All right, I want to... Um... So here's what's going on is I noticed that there is a hallway that uh, moves off toward the east through this southern hallway that leads into the empty chamber that AC just flew into. And I would like to look into this hallway uh, that uh, stems to the east before you get into that octagonal room. Okay, so you make your way to that thin hall and you uh, shine your torch in there and you see that it goes for about 15, 20 feet and then stops at a stone wall. It looks like a dead end. Mm. Okay, so I went 5, 10, 15. I want to start creeping into that hallway. Okay. 20, 25, 
30. Oh, it's a total dead end. Yep. Hmm. Can I investigate the wall? Sure. Roll a perception check. 20. 20. A dirty 20. Okay. You uh, you take a look around and you see where the um, where the wall meets the floor, several stone wedges jammed in there. And that immediately tells you that there's a secret door here and that the Duergar have wedged it shut from this side. Mm. Okay. Um, so I can I call back to them and tell them what I see? Sure. It looks like there's a secret door over here, but I need someone with strength <laughs> to come and help me try to open it. Esmir, Jake's down there yelling something about a secret door. What are you going to do? I'm going to say, hey, Jake, can we kill these bad guys first? <laughs> what are the bad guys? The bad, bad guys. <laughs> Jake mumbles a bunch of stuff under his breath. I'm going to go, I'm going to go just right here by the corner so I can peek down the hallway and see if those bad guys are coming. The ones that Colin was talking about. Okay. And uh, Jack, uh, he runs up behind you. <laughs> What's going on? What are we doing? <laughs> We're checking for bad guys. There might be some bad guys coming down this way. Jake found a secret door. Oh yeah, that's no surprise. We dwarves love our secret doors. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cullen, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Um, so I'm going to. I was gonna. I was wondering, is ready in action? Um, the same thing as taking the dodge action, like it takes the place of like thinking my, I'm not going to necessarily ready an action, like throwing an axe. But I'm thinking I would take the dodge action to bolster my, you yeah, know. So readying an action and dodge are both actions. They both require using your action. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Taking the dodge action in case somebody runs up and throws something at me or I need to dodge. All right. And I'm not going to, until we're out of, out, out of, out of, um, uh, what do you call it? Initiative order. I'm not going to move. <laughs> Wait until we find out what happens next. Wait for the other shooter drop. And as you prepare yourself, Cullen, oh, no. a Duragar peers around the corner with his crossbow. And as soon as he pokes his head out, Elric lets loose his firebolt. And he misses with a 12. The Duergar ducks back around the corner and the firebolt splashes against the wall. But um, then the Duergar quickly pokes back out again and fires back at Elric and misses with a 10. And I whisper to Jack, these guys don't usually hit stuff with their crossbows. So don't worry too much about it. <laughs> and then that Duergar uh, ducks back around the corner and another Duergar pokes out and fires at Cullen, who's dodging and weaving and being all weird. <laughs> being all weird. <laughs> so he fires uh, at disadvantage and rolls a natural one. Oh, oh sweet. My God, these guys suck with crossbows. See, and then I say to Jack, see what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? So, uh, you know what? We're gonna stick with the uh, previous and well-established Durgar on Durgar fumbles. And uh, this guy pulled the trigger too early and hits his friend for seven points of damage. Oh, God. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I do care. Let's just go, guys. Let, this, let these guys finish themselves off. And as that shit show is happening, <laughs> uh, we're going to cut to AC. What's he going to do? He's going to fly all the way across, past the hallway that the Duergar are in, and into the octagonal room directly across from us. Okay. And is, is, he, is anybody in there? Well, he flies down the hall, and he, uh, he passes these two Duergar, Looks like one of them's trying to get a bolt out of the other one's back. <laughs> and he uh, flies into the uh, western octagonal room, and he sees another uh, strange apparatus, but no bad guys. All clear. Mm. Two guys in the hallway, nothing but weird stuff in the octagonal room. And some blood stains from the guys we killed here last time. <laughs> I added that last part in myself. And now we go to Elric. Who starts running down the hall? Ooh, Ulrich's getting out there again. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> I'm filled with dwarven ale and more courage than I really possess. <laughs> and he runs to the intersecting hall uh, where the Duergar are, and he yells out, Thunder Wavius Gravius! Oh, oh no. yeah! I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> it's coming from your soul, buddy. It's your gut instinct. So a thunderous boom suddenly fills the hold as this wave of force surges from Elric, and these Duergar have to roll a constitution saving throw. Thunder, thunder, wave. <laughs> one succeeded and one failed. So then 2d8 thunder damage. Whoa, 16 oh, maximum damage. Sweet. Yeah. So the one who succeeded takes eight damage, but the other one takes all 16. Wow. And he's pushed back 10 feet from the wave of force, which actually uh, forces him to fall down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> ah, thump, 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 thump. And as he, uh, as he tumbles down the stairs, I'm gonna give him an extra D6 of bludgeoning damage. Nice. Which is four points, and he's dead. <laughs> he cracks his head on the steps, and he doesn't get back up. Wow. I rolled a four wow. on that D6, and he only had four hit points left. Wow, nice. Wait, now, is that the guy who shot his friend? No, that was the guy who got shot by his friend. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who shot his friend is standing there holding the bolt he just pulled out of him. <laughs> and he's looking down the stairs like, what the hell? Yeah, Yeah. what a day. What a <laughs> Not day. Not even worth waking up. Nice. All right, Jake, uh, you just heard a thunderous boob come from the Western Hall. What do you do? What was that? <laughs> All right, so uh, there's a battle ensuing out there, I hear. So I'm going to actually dash and go 60, and I counted it three times, and it will put me out to hither. Okay. So I just ran out of the secret, the hallway with the secret door, and then I went west into this hallway, and I am standing right behind Ulrich. All right, then we go to Esmir. So Jake has just ran past you and down the hallway. What do you do? So if I go behind Jake right here, do I see the Duergar that's right there? Uh, yeah, but he's got some cover there, so you'll get a negative five. Negative five? Sure. I'm gonna shoot a firebolt at that guy just for fun. Oh! I miss. Damn it! All misses. Gooby doos. Bullshit. Um, and then that's it. Um, that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna look behind me. Can I do? Can I still do something? Can I look behind me? Yeah, you look behind you, and you see that um that secret passage that leads to the dining hall. Do I see the drift globe? You do. Oh! You see it right on the floor there, where Elric fell when the soul bag ruptured. Yes. On my next turn, I, I'm gonna pick it up on my next turn. Okay, and then we cut to um, to Jack back in the room, and Jack's like, "Phew!" And he uh, he grabs a chair and he sits down. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you guys got this covered. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Jack, you're in seminary semi-retirement. Yeah, it's been a while. I gotta start working out again. <laughs> All right, Cullen, uh, Jack's taking a break, uh, but it looks like the rest of the party is still dealing with something down the hall. What are you gonna do? All right, so uh, I can reach this guy, I think, in normal movement. So I go down the hallway and turn the corner and have at you! Bless you! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Gazootite. Uh, so, just gonna get the full. 11 misses. Nothing. It's not worth trying to make that a hit. He's gonna get the full so... waft of air over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. 20 hits. There you go. Um. Oh, one point of damage. Oh, Five God. puts him into heavy. Okay, for the final swing. Come on. 18 hits. Come on. Eight nice. points of damage. 12 nice. status dying. Wow. Exceeded nice. by five. And kills him 
Good. Thanks for the help, guys. That was really easy. And as that guy uh, tumbles down the stairs, joining his comrade down there, you all suddenly hear a Durgar war cry come from the room you just left. As a Durgar warrior runs up the stairs, jumps onto the table, and attacks Jack. Uh, oh no! What? Where'd that guy come? He come from below, from behind? Oh, he went around the other way. There were three of them in that room. That's baloney. And the Durgar swings down his warpick. And misses with a 14. Nice. And as he does, Elric runs back down the hallway towards him. (laughs) And he swings his glaive at the Durgar on the table. And hits with a 19. Doing six points of damage. And he swings again. And hits with a 21. Ooh doing nine points of damage. And then he swings with the butt. Come on, butt. And hits with a dirty 20. Oh, nice. This time he hits with all three swings. Yeah. All right, so will he take him out? Nope, he rolled a one. Four points. Oh. Here, how the one, only four points of damage. All right, Jake, something's happening back in the room. Something is happening in the back room. Looks like you're being flanked, and Jack's been caught off guard. What are you gonna do? I'm going to just walk down here, uh, back down the hallway, back into the octagonal room where this doer gar warrior just came in, and I'm going to cast uh, Toll the Dead and try to hit him with a uh, a ghostly uh, bell. And he fails. And since he's got uh, damage already on him, he gets 2d12 necrotic damage. Doing 18 points. Oh, boy. And kills him dead. Oh, man. Exceeds hit points by 17. <laughs> Jeez. He had he one had point, one point left. left. Jake's into the overkill this dungeon. He's just wasting guys down to their microscopic level. This is fantastic, you see. If you're not a pile of ash, you're not dead. Jack didn't even have to stand up. Yeah, he's, he's still sitting there looking at this crumpled up Durgar on the table, and he's like, wow. You guys are fast. Well, we know that you've been through a lot, so we're trying to, you know, keep them off of your back. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And then Esmir's gonna go and pick up the drift globe. Okay. You make your way down the secret passage, and there it is, sitting on the floor, dark and lonely. Nice. Yeah. Right on. She's gonna pick it up, and she's gonna say, I'm gonna save this for Elric when he gets back. When he get, yeah, when he returns one day. Nice. And then I put it in my jacket. Okay. All right, so as you guys are doing this, um, no other Durgar show up to harass you. Uh, it seems like you've um, cleared out this barrack section of the hold. So what do you guys want to do now? So um, here's the deal. The room that we're standing in right now <clears throat> um, with Jack has those two arrow slits in the eastern wall that we need to mm-hmm, find that mm-hmm. room on the other side of that. And then there's that one space that we didn't cover yet. Yeah. So there's more to explore. When I ran down that hallway to the east at the bottom of the stairs, I had briefly glimpsed into that room and that's when I and then I saw those guys. I was like, oh shit, and I just kept running. Yep which is why I'm at the top. I think that's me standing there, yes. Yeah, we got to basically find all the spots we haven't explored yet and check them out. How's everybody's health? I'm, says healthy. My green bar is pretty much full. Um, Let me check. I'm good. I'm hurting and I've got two spell slots left. So, but we can't take a long rest, right? It has only been what? Maybe like a morning? Too soon. Yeah, it's still too soon for a long rest, but you can take a short rest and roll some hit die. Right, so where would you take a short rest? In this room, this hexagonal guard room. Okay. I'm fully healthy. I don't need to roll any hit die or anything. I do, so I'm gonna roll. I've got three hit die to roll, so I'm gonna roll. Okay, uh, so you guys are taking a short rest in here? Yeah. Sure. I'll walk down the hall and join Jack at the table. One. 
freaking kidding me? Recovery of three. Alex also going to roll some hit die. He took a little bit of damage. There's eight. That's much better. And then I'm rolling my last one. Oh, yeah. Got one. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. That's not a good, good start. All right, so as you guys are resting and bandaging yourselves up, uh, does anyone want to take this time to do anything or check anything out? I think we checked Well, there out. was the book. What else did we get? I think we, there was one thing we hadn't checked out because we didn't have time to do both things. Yeah, it was the pearl. The pearl. Oh. So who's got the pearl? You do. Yeah, you grabbed it off Nalifar. Okay. I'm going to check out this pearl, guys. I'm going to stick it and run. I'm going to put it in my palm of my hand like Frodo, and I'm going to hold it up and look at it. Mm. Then put a toothpick in it and drop it in a martini. Mm. Yeah. What do you see in your magic pearl? Let me think for a second. <laughs> it's almost like someone else is in charge of my thoughts. <laughs> So you check out this pearl, and you know, it's average in size and luster. It's nothing Just like me. (laughs) Just like you. (laughs) And while you're examining this pearl, uh, you're holding it in your hand, right? You're rolling it around in your fingers, and it feels warm. There's a heat radiating from it. Mm -hmm. And you realize that this is a pearl of power. And when you use an action to speak this pearl's command word, you can regain an expended spell slot of up to third level. Ooh. And you could do that once a day, and it recharges at dawn. Wait a minute. Guys, wait a minute. I start rubbing it. It's warm. It's clammy. Oh. Oh, I remember one of my friends had an uncle named Gandalf. He had these. (laughs) These are pretty cool. So what? what is it? Once? Say it again. Uh, and it says it does require attunement by a spellcaster. I got attuned to it. But once per day, you can use it to regain a spell slot of up to third level. Ooh. Wow. That's cool. Nice find. I got attuned to this baby. And is it only, only I could use it, right? Or is it something that Jake could take? Uh, Jake could use it as well. He's a spellcaster. But we, could we both attune to it? No, only one person can be attuned to an item. Okay, so, hey Jake. Hello, Rachel. What are you Hello, doing? Son. What are you doing? What are you rearranging your stuff for? Come I'm on. rearranging my Slow stuff down. because I can't walk around being disorganized in this manner, you say. It's <laughs> disturbing me. Okay, but I believe I'm set now. What have you got there? That pearl. I got a magic pearl. What does it do? <laughs> I feel like you run out of spell slots before I do. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> I'll only give it to you if you make it into a nose ring. I promise you, if <laughs> I will make it into a gnome's ring... Nose. Nose ring, not nose ring. A nose <laughs> ring? Oh, I'll wear a nose ring? Yeah. <laughs> a How about like a nose ring? How would I look with a nose ring? Like a bowl? Like a bowl's ring with like a... Or is it just like on no, the side? No, like a just stud? like a stud. Oh, okay. A stud. Okay, Jake, I'll give this to you and you can get a new spell slot. Huh. Uh, so you can you can get your spell slots. You know how you always empty out your spell slots and you're always cranky about it? Like, oh, I don't have any more spell <laughs> slots. I kind of cranky in general, but yes, <laughs> that only makes it worse. I understand. General <laughs> crankiness about him. Okay, so when we, okay, you can have the pearl, but only if you make it, well, you could make an earring or a nose ring. I'll make but an otherwise, earring. I'll take it back from you and I'll make an it. I'll make an earring out of it. Okay. This is fantastic. Thank you very much. This is no problem. Just don't lose A, don't lose it. And B, don't forget to attune to it. And C, when we get back to town, have someone make... Oh, I got a jeweler's kit. I'll make it for you. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I get oh, a sharp beautiful. poking thing. And you can get a potato. We'll be all about it. <laughs> nice. So I'm going to pull out my um, parchment, my pen for this hour, and I'm going to write down... Um, <laughs> don't uh, forget to atone to the pearl. Yeah. And 
Uh, Tube of Yield Baxatracin. So would I have to do that at a... You can um, attune to it now if you want. Oh, it has time? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, okay. And how would I do this? Esmir, sit down by my side. Okay, I'll show you how to do it. Attune to something. Okay, put it in your hand. Yeah. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. And say, um, um, um. Like no, like, not like that. A little bit more soothing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty money for me. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, how's that? Are you attuned? I don't feel any different than I did when I first sat down. Did your did your did your crotch area get a little tingly? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jake how you know down. you've been attuned. Jake looks down. I <laughs> feel the same as when I sat down. Nothing. I feel nothing. Still, I still nothing got going nothing. Nothing going on down there. <laughs> Can he, hey, hey, use it. Fill in one of your spell slots. Test it out. Yeah. So does it say which level that I could go up, up to? Third. Third. Yep. All right, well then, I would like to try to get one of my third level spell slots back. Okay. She got to say something, too, like Shazammy. Pearly Pearl, Pearly Pearly. <laughs> pearl Jam, say Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, so I gave you a third level spell slot back. Sweet. And as soon as you uh, use the pearl, Jake, it begins to cool off and no longer uh, radiates that warmth. Oh. Cools off. This is the coolest thing I think I've ever held on to in my life. Thank you, Esmir. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, speaking of, Jake. Yes. And then I, I pull out the um, drift globe and I said, I'm not giving this to you. I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to you to hold on to until we get Elric back from you know who. And I point over <laughs> to Elric. And I give him a stink eye. Trust me, I would never take anything that belongs to Elric. I have total faith that we will see him again. Yes, and I know he would want you to use it, because you're always bugging him about it. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you for all of these gifts. This is fantastic. Oh, that's okay, man. It's only the, but I understand with the, the drift globe is going right back to, to Elric as soon as yes. he is with us again. Yes. And I say that loud enough for Ulric to hear. Mm. Yeah, and I give him the stink eye. Mm. Hey, Ulric, do us a favor next time. Please, if you're going to, like, leave the party and go somewhere else, could you do us a favor and let us know before you scamper off? Yeah. I do appreciate you returning from the other side of the... of the. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Now that I'm thinking about this, did you happen to know that there was a other doorway when you ran off to, by the railroad tracks? No. And went up and around? No, I was, I was just chasing down that gray dwarf who was shooting at me. Oh. Uh. And besides, Esmir kept telling me to be useful, so... <laughs> yeah. I decided to... Uh, Try and chase that guy down. Yeah, so you ran away. Okay. Hey, there's this whole thing. It's called, you got to stick together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're in a team, you're trying to survive. It's called cooperation. Just like Rick, we got to stick together. We got to stick together, stupid. Well, the ruler of Albion is not accustomed to teamwork. <laughs> yeah, and look where that ended up. How you ended up. Hmm. In someone's pouch. In someone's <laughs> skin pouch. Someone's nutsack. His own skin pouch, actually. That's disturbing. Mm. So maybe, maybe you should stick together. Yeah. Maybe you won't end up in a skin sack again. Made of your own flesh, you know. And that concludes this lesson, Esmir's, <laughs> Esmir's tips and tricks. This was the most entertaining hour I've ever spent <laughs> with you fine folks. Now, I'm going to put let's pack go my kill book some guys. Away. Let's finish with the rousing rendition of the cooperation song. 
What is it? Yeah, what is it? I forgot. It's been a long time since I watched Ye Old Sesame Street. <laughs> I thought it was concentration. Concentration. That one? No. That's Zoom. Zoom. Damn it. <laughs> only cool people are going to understand that reference. Yeah, only people that are the rest of the mm. danger are going to understand that reference. Know what we're talking about. <laughs> I think Zoom was done in like 1975. Zoom oh, they, awesome. they brought it back in the 90s. They did. But, they did know, bring it back, it but it wasn't, wasn't as like cool. the original. They didn't have the striped shirts, bro. No. The funky 70s risers made covered yeah. in shag carpet. <laughs> Far out geometric shapes, man. Yeah. Soft lighting. Zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom, zoom. Come on, give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to show you just why. We are going to teach you to fly high. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom, zoom. Come on and zoom this room for singing a Zoom song, which, yep, only really cool people will remember. Or maybe just really old people. But you know, not that popular web conferencing thing, but the Zoom, you know, with the striped shirts and the shag carpet risers and the far out geometric shapes. Well, anyway, will the party finally stick together as they continue to clear out the hole? How much of that hard-traveling cheese did Cullen buy? Why do Duogar use crossbows when they clearly suck at using them? Eh, will Ulrich continue drinking his way through the dungeon? Someone needs to take that keg away from him. But who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio! Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the party continues to clear out Firehammer Hold, and they're very close to uh, finishing up this part of the module. I mean, Firehammer Hold is a big dungeon. It's a pretty big map, and they can see the entire map on their screens, right? And they can see all the dark areas that they haven't explored yet. And I'm pretty sure uh, that they won't be satisfied until they uncover it all. And I've even closed off certain sections of the map because a map this size has a lot of empty rooms. And a lot of them aren't really that interesting, you know, or they don't, you know, move the story forward. Like, oh, here's the room where they store their firewood. And I'm like, okay, we can just skip that room. Even though one of the things that I really love about playing on a virtual tabletop that, you know, I couldn't do on a real tabletop is the ability to use the maps created by these talented artists. You know, instead of, you know, using a vinyl battle grid and a dry erase marker, now I can take the players through these cool maps rather than, you know, just drawing lines on a grid. And all the maps in Scourge of the Sword Coast were created by Mike Schley, S-C-H-L-E-Y. Hope I pronounced that right. He does a lot of uh, cartography for Dungeons and Dragons modules. And you can now purchase these maps as posters or vinyl battle maps, you know, which is, you know, something that, you know, I never did back in the day or couldn't, right? Um, but now you can buy them and use them in your tabletop game. And that's really cool, you know, much more immersive than, you know, lines on a grid. And of course, you can get the maps digitally for, you know, virtual tabletops as well. But, you know, if you're just interested in following along while you're listening, uh, you can find these maps pretty easily online. Just search Firehammerhold map or, you know, any of the dungeons we've played in, and you can find them out there and, you know, just use them to follow along in our adventure. And I hope you're enjoying the adventure we're playing, which is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition module called Scourge of the Sword Coast by Wizards of the Coast. 
And uh, check out RollRadio.com where you can learn more about us and how to support the show and awesome musicians like Andrew Capone, who composed and produced the Roll Radio theme. And of course, Sirenscape.com, where all the in-game music and sound effects come from. See how Sirenscape can make your games more epic. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody. And tune in next time as the players get closer and closer to the end of Firehammer Hold.